today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Great column in the uh, spec today from uh, Susan Claremont, who is, of course, the award-winning uh, crime reporter for the uh, Hamilton Spectator. Hom- Hamilton homicide detectives are not investigating their own. And uh, Susan Claremont joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to uh, explain that. Thanks uh, for, for the time, Susan. Great to have you with us again today. Good morning, Bill. It, it, you know, I'm glad you wrote this for a number of reasons, none the least of which is that every time we have one of these incidents, one of these tragic incidents, there, there always seems to be some confusion about who's doing what, about who's investigating, where's the SIU fit into this, and do Hamilton police do things? And uh, maybe you could start by explaining what you mean by uh, parallel investigations. Sure. Um, you're right. It is confusing, and I think that has a lot to do with the fact that there's a lot of secrecy around SIU investigations. Uh, so when a Hamilton police officer shoots somebody, and that, uh, that happened a couple of times this year, um, uh, the first thing that happens is the SIU invokes its mandate, and it comes in to do an investigation to determine whether there was any wrongdoing on the part of the officer who, who fired the shot. Um, but what we hear very little about is that also there is a parallel Hamilton police investigation. And what the Hamilton police are investigating is not the shooting itself because they cannot interfere with the SIU investigation. They can't, they can't get involved in that while the SIU is doing their work. But what they, they are investigating are the events that led up to the shooting. So for instance, if Hamilton police are called to a bank robbery and when they get to the bank robbery, they wind up shooting and injuring or shooting and killing the bank robber. The SIU does the investigation into the shooting, but Hamilton police will do the investigation into the bank robbery that led to it. So what my column is about today is, Who does that parallel investigation? What police officers are tasked with doing that that very crucial investigation that is, in a way, tied to a homicide? Let me ask you, where do you draw the line, I guess, between the SIU and and, and the Hamilton Police Services investigation? Is it right up until the time that the uh, shots are fired or uh, when they enter the building or they come on the scene? Clearly, there has to be some demarcation line there to say, that's not your territory now. Yeah, you know, so what we hear from the SIU is that um, all of the events leading up to the actual, you know, few minutes surrounding the shooting are belong to the the police services investigation but the moments uh directly involving the shooting uh come under the siu um, mandate you know i'm saying that kind of carefully though because honestly there's a lot of mystery that surrounds siu investigations uh once the siu invokes its mandate there is a gag order placed on the police service itself. So whether it's Hamilton police or Halton or whatever uh, police service is under investigation. So that means that the police service um, legally cannot talk publicly at all about the investigation. So we, we don't get to hear anything from them. And the SIU is sort of notoriously um, closed mouthed. We, we get very few details about what happened. Um, and, uh, as you and I, I think have talked about before and I've written about endlessly, it can take 
well over a year for mm-hmm. the SIU to conclude its investigation. So there's a big vacuum there, uh, a big you know, time when we know virtually nothing about what happened. A couple of points there, and I'm glad you, they concluded those in the piece today, uh, that everybody, uh, police services, both uh, investigating, well, Hamilton Police, or in this case, and the SIU Special Investigations Unit, uh, the, the gag order applies to all of them. I, I mean, even when our chief is, uh, various chiefs have done town hall meetings here, and somebody will call about an incident, and uh, the chief, uh, either DeCare or Mullen or, or now Gert, of course, will say, well, I can't comment. And they always get the same reaction from people, oh, you're just covering up. They, they can be charged if they start speaking about something out of turn like that. Yeah, they, they really can't, although um, historically some police chiefs have sort of pushed the envelope and spoken um, quite openly about the events leading up to whatever the SIU is investigating. Um, but, uh, but it is sort of precarious ground, and, and it's true. They, they really aren't supposed to talk about very much when the SIU has been brought in. But you again shine the light on, uh, as you right, rightly say, and, and something you've written about and we've talked about, is, is the SIU is still very much cloaked in secrecy. I mean, anybody who's looking for transparency here, uh, the oversight bodies that are appointed under the Police Act here uh, just don't meet that, that threshold. It's true. I mean, we have seen some improvements in the last year after a, a massive review was done about the way the SIU works, and a lot of recommendations came out. One of which was for them to work in to work faster. You know, when it takes more than a year for um, for one of these investigations to conclude, that leaves. Um, either a victim or a victim's family hanging. It also leaves the subject officer hanging. You know, sometimes subject officers are placed on death duty while they await the outcome of, of an SIU investigation. And Clint Tulin, the president of the Hamilton Police Association, talks frequently about the stress that that puts. Uh, a police officer under, uh, even if they are to eventually, you know, be cleared of any wrongdoing, they can spend a year or more waiting. Well, yeah, and and as is the family of of uh, whoever may have been involved in that too. I mean, you know, the, the the angst that's caused as a result of these delays. And you, you point out another one just in in the story today. Uh, I think many of us, of course, are all familiar with the, the Yosef Al Hasawi incident that happened nine months after the fact. The SIU decided to actually investigate something else. It just that's really bizarre. Like you you figure they were gone and forgotten, and then all of a sudden they they come back out here and they they make headlines again. Yeah, it is certainly strange, although not entirely unheard of. There have been a couple of other cases where the SIU has invoked its mandate uh, in Hamilton well after the fact, and um, largely because of um, Hamilton Spectator stories that that raised issues about incidents that that weren't reported at at the time um, and were just sort of revealed after the fact. So it's uh, it's not the way things are supposed to work, but it, it has happened in the past. The problem here, and, and you've pointed this out, is when you've got two investigations, parallel investigations ongoing, uh, you're running the possibility of getting two different results. You are, and, and that's sort of the crux of the column today, is um, the Hamilton Police Association uh, is taking issue with... Um, who, in fact, is doing the parallel investigation. So historically, that 
task has, has fallen to the uh, homicide unit or the major crime unit, as it's called now. Uh, but Hamilton Police is in the process of changing its own policies and procedures to uh, put that um, responsibility on divisional detectives. So uh, detectives in, in um, uh, you know, who work at different stations throughout uh, the city. And this has become uh, a controversy within the police service because there are many who believe that, um, that you know, this involves uh, homicide. This involves um, the most serious uh, incident possible. Uh, there's a lot hanging in the balance for the family of the victim uh, or, or the victim themselves if they have survived. Uh, but also for the subject officer. And the homicide detectives are the ones who are best suited to, to doing those investigations. They're trained in that area. They're the best of the best. And that's what they they do. Uh, they investigate homicides. However, uh, Deputy Chief Dan Kinsella sees it differently. He says, but if the, if the incident that led up to the homicide is what's being investigated, and it was a bank robbery, then we should have detectives who are experts in bank robberies doing that investigation, regardless if it if it's, you know, attacked to a homicide. Uh, he says that, that it should be, um, you know, the detectives who are best suited for the task. So this has become a, a real contentious issue between um, between the association, uh, probably members of the homicide unit as well, and uh, an administration who has decided to to do something different from what, frankly, most police services in the province do. Why is the association opposed to this? Well, the association is, I think, largely looking out for subject officers who are, are the subjects of the SIU investigations, mm-hmm. and they want they want all the the circumstances surrounding uh, a police-involved shooting to be. Uh, to be investigated by the detectives that they think are best qualified for that, and they see that as being the homicide investigators. Um, and you know, they believe that there have been times in the past when there has been evidence, exculpatory evidence, we call it evidence that would clear an officer that has gone um, missing, uh, has not been noticed by the SIU investigators. And they feel like the, the best officers to, to pick up on those sorts of things would be homicide detectives. That's the, another element to this that you think would be going on, but I got the sense from what the, the piece you wrote today, Susan, there's no sharing of information between those parallel investigations. There isn't, and uh, uh, you know, not until the end of the SIU investigation, which, as I've said, can take a really long time. Um, and there isn't supposed to be. I mean, the SIU uh, investigation is supposed to be the, a standalone, separate, you know, investigation from an outside um, agency. But, uh, you know, if something were to be found in the parallel investigation by Hamilton Police um, that could change the results, of an SIU investigation, that would be important, whether it is something that exonerates uh, a Hamilton police officer or points blame at a Hamilton police officer. You you would think that that 
would be important information that everybody would want to have, including the Hamilton Police Service, including the association. Um, and, and the association says that, that it, it wants that kind of, of evidence. And its concern is that um, a, a detective who isn't uh, trained in homicides might miss that evidence. And, and I should take a second here to say that I don't think anybody is is uh, saying that uh, um, divisional detectives at Hamilton Police aren't excellent at the work they do. Deputy Chief Kinsella certainly says that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't think that the association would say anything different. It, it's just a matter of what particular detectives are trained to do. Um, they have different areas of, of expertise. It's, it's not about their abilities. It's about their training. When the SIU investigation is ongoing, and, and I, I may be probably asking a question you may not have the answer to because they're pretty secretive about what they do anyway, but where do they begin? They're looking at the shooting incident, obviously, but how far back do they go? Because there's, there's, there's going to be, I would think, some, some repetition of, of, of those investigations between what police services are doing and what the SIU is doing, uh, because what happened before the actual incident could well be contributory to why the incident occurred. Absolutely, there there will certainly be overlap. I mean, there would. I mean, that's only logical to think that, Bill. Um, do I know exactly how the SIU does its job? Nope. Does, I don't. does anybody? Um, <laughs> um, you know, I, I, you know, it, it. We really don't have the opportunity to do um, proper interviews with the SIU. That just does not happen. Um, I can tell you though that. Um, the SIU is being a little bit more transparent and open, and we now, at least at the at the very end of an investigation, get um, to see the actual report. Uh, that's new in the last year or so. Up until then, we just had to sort of take the SIU's word for it that an officer was either cleared or or deserved to be charged, um, but we never got any detail or any explanation. Now we do. Now we see the report. So when I see those reports, I can see that, that they usually begin at the time of the 911 call for whatever led to the um, the shooting or, or whatever the SIU incident was. Um, so they definitely do go back in time, and um, which is interesting, you know, given that they're so. I mean, you're raising a really good point, and I guess I don't know the answer. Is um, they certainly overlap. How much do they overlap? Um, who decides where the overlap is? I don't know. I, I haven't. I haven't got an answer for that. And it goes back to our point about uh, you know redundancy. But at the same time, you can talk to the same person on Tuesday and on Thursday and get different stories from them. There are different versions of it. Uh, which obviously is going to have an impact on the reports that the two agencies put together. Uh, it's it's uh, is this a, just a this is not a local problem. I assume other police services have similar concerns, or is this a Hamilton decision, a Hamilton policy decision? I think this is a Hamilton thing that's going on right now. I mean, I did check in with some other police services, and um, I, you know, I spoke to Niagara, I spoke to Halton, for instance, and in um, both those places, it is the homicide detectives okay. that do the parallel investigation. So this um, this seems to be a Hamilton issue, and. You know, I feel like uh, I feel like I've kind of stepped into some, uh, you know, infighting within within the Hamilton Police Service. I, I feel like there's 
I feel like I'm missing something on this one, Bill, uh, whether it's politics within the service or 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 something but i'm i'm just you know i'm not seeing what the harm would be in the homicide unit doing these investigations um if the association feels that they're the best ones for the job what would be the harm i did ask uh deputy chief kinsella if this is a matter of resources because i am very aware that uh, the homicide unit is uh, run off their feet, and mm-hmm. they have an enormous workload. I wondered if maybe that was something um, that had led to this decision, but uh, Kinsella assured me that that wasn't it, that this was just um, aligning, you know, the right, uh, the right detectives with the right investigation. Uh, we may hear more in the future. <laughs> there is a contract coming up in the not-too-distant future either, and you'll be writing extensively about that. Susan, thanks as always. I really appreciate the time and a great article today. Thanks a lot, Bill. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.